Hello and welcome to Easy Rollers. This is Mike, your Dungeon Master speaking, and I am as always joined by Steve C as Volta, Steve B as Logan, Boehner as Lily, and Dan as Keenan. Thank you for joining us once again, and we hope you enjoy this episode, so let's get back straight to Vababa. Oh, right, okay, straight into me. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Easy Rollers. Um, yeah, okay, episode 27, the recap. Um, as Steve's already said, it's been a couple of um, hiccups along the way. I had COVID. Uh, we had a technical blunder as well. So um, bear with us while we uh, get back to grips with things. Um, episode 27, uh, the recap... Uh, the party continue their adventure in the Yuanti Temple. Um, heading up to the next level, they discover another group of robed figures, this time, however, with their hoods down. So for everyone involved in the game, of course, we were in that temple and we finally um, escaped from it, didn't we? So just remember, you started the last session halfway up the temple. Um, uh, they appear as gaunt women with snake or reptilian-like eyes. As the previous group of such figures they discovered lower down, they, uh, these attempts uh, to deceive the party once more, but seeing uh, through the lies, Logan is quick to move and engage them, defeating them swiftly. The party move on to what seems like the final level, where they are presented with two doors. They opt for the right-hand door, which opens into a room where there are half-man, half-snake beings, and what appears to be a six-legged, overgrown iguana. Logan feels some sensation come over him, but um, shrugs it off. However, <laughs> <it's me. laughs> however, for Lily and Keenan, as they peer into the room, they begin to turn to stone. Combat ensues and the room is finally cleared, but not before petrification fully takes a hold of Lily as she turns into a stone statue. While Keenan, with the defeat of the iguana-like being, uh, shakes it off. Claxel announces there is one final level, the peak of the pyramid, accessed from outside. After looting this level and moving to the peak, they find some kind of sacrifice, uh, sacrificial altar. Party returns to the statue of Lily, and as the storm clears, move on through the jungle to the nearby town uh, they originally were heading for. A town of wondrous looking architecture, exotic peoples, and strange astral ships coming and going, and as always, that's where we're going to pick it up. However, I will remind you of the um, the description of this town as it's been a couple of weeks now. Um, so after beating your way through the dense tropical rainforest, the foliage finally gives way to the main settlement in the area, which is called Andranth. It's a town that is bizarre architecture, buildings that seem to be of shapes like squares, spheres, rectangles, all of the modular and some other, uh, all of the modular, uh, and some have uh, enclosed walkways between them. Uh, they are all raised off the ground on supports about five feet up, steps leading down to the street level. The ground is paved and smooth, much more so than any paved road or street you've ever seen on Vebaba. Buildings have strange lights on them. They aren't made of by fire, 
doors swish to one side rather than open in the traditional sense. There are a variety of peoples of races you have never heard of before walking by and paying you no notice. Some have horns and reddish skin, some have flaming hair. There are some that appear to be beast folk, walking upright and in clothes. Uh, it's a melting pot of all kinds of peoples coming and going, and in the air you see more of these astral ships, equally as varied as the people taking off and landing nearby. Um, so by modular buildings, if you've played um, No Man's Sky or anything like that, it's that kind of um, capsule type buildings, the sort of things you might see. No Sky. To give anybody else an idea besides Branch of what we're talking about, modular type of buildings, perhaps the sort of thing that you might hear SpaceX talking about with the, with the Mars mission, for example. They want to put modular buildings around. That kind of thing. Um, but for Branch, they're just weird shapes. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Things that fit together well. Um... Arriving into this situation, of course, uh, Klaxel, uh, our Dragonborn companion, and uh, Logan, you are carrying the statue of Lily. Um, Klaxon, uh, Klaxel will... Don't sort drop of, it. As you, and no, that's absolutely... Well, yeah, don't drop it. He'll um, he'll sort of say to you all that, um, you know, we, we must attempt... Well, I must attempt to make uh, contact with my local... Um, uh, dra uh, Dragon Guild uh, to try and establish some sort of uh, I don't know line of communication, something we can use to, to help us. As for you all, I would follow uh, the captain. Perhaps find a place to lay low for now. These aren't great. Uh, this isn't a great place to be. It's a frontier type city, town. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I I was muted. Oh god. Well done. Nice. <laughs> In the Academy Award for most disgust with noise heard on <laughs> nominee. <laughs> um it's up to you. I mean you could well, obviously um Claxel and Logan are gonna have to uh um Park the statue somewhere. Park it. You could just um, leave it in the town square. You can leave it wherever I you like. Some people leaving like tributes there. They will award some me. goodies. Yeah. So for you all, um, being honest, <laughs> for you all, um, Boehner is going to be playing uh, not Vapor Breeze. You said, weren't you? Yes, Breeze. Yeah, she's going to be taking over Breeze, um, the Ganassi, Air Ganassi. Um, I was 100% one hoping you were going to play the Sentient Potato. <laughs> so, just a little, note on, <laughs> a little note for playing Breeze, as I, well, I've sent you the notes on, on how they behave. But of course, it's a very airy voice. <sighs> All right. Is that your airy voice then? I'm, I'm not very good in <laughs> impressions. Claxo will um, sort of. I will try. Just... I promise. No, that's fine. You do. You do your best. 
You do your best. It's not something that you ever wanted to take on. It's been thrust upon you, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, say, right. Perhaps we should all go to the nearest bar. We can deposit the statue there. You can all relax while I go and speak to my order. That sounds like a good plan. Gotta say, I'm kind of interested to see what this uh, different drink tastes like. Um, with that, um, Vapor will nudge Freeze and say, uh, "Sister, we must we must find the the parts that we need to fix the FTL drive." Yes, but maybe we should get them to dump the statue and. We could then move on to uh, all of us go off to find the parts. These, I suspect this town is dangerous. But safety in numbers. The statue will be fine on its own. They can put it somewhere that it can be stored. Maybe if this town has something as a storage unit, that we can leave it there. And then we can go around and look for the parts that we need. But they won't beat first. Yes, I, I suspect so. I, I think, but yes, we should, as Clax always said, perhaps just take it to the a tavern and deposit it. We could always pay, I'm sure. Captain Kazik will pike up and say, um, Yeah, I'm happy to pay someone to watch over it, I guess. I mean, if there's things to be done, there's things to be done. We need to get out of here as quick as possible. Yes. Why do we need to leave as fast as possible? Well, um, there's always a danger of the Empire looming. You know, uh, these sort of frontier towns, they know that uh, all kinds of people congregate here, and so we should really try and Get out of here as quickly as possible, just in case of any lockdowns or anything like that. Oh, I well, if Klaxor is <laughs> if Klaxor is off to to speak to the Alliance of Dragons, then surely there's a bit of sort of safety there from the Empire. Uh, they're only the Order of the Golden Dragon. I mean, they don't they're they're limited in themselves. They're just so they don't uh, sort of rule with an iron fist here. Well, no, they're they're just kind of trying to stay low, a bit like we are. And uh, okay. when the times are right, you know, there might be a united front against the, the empire. But no, they, I mean, they're they're very much trying to stay stay hidden. Okay, that's cool. Just getting the lay of the land, you know. It's difficult. It really, I, I understand. It's, it, it is difficult because, of course, like I said, you got like so many factions at play. And uh, the Empire, and we're trying to get that sort of sorted out because the Empire doesn't necessarily look after its people the best, so. It's an oppressive rule. A meal. Well, if we got to wait here for however long it takes Klaxor to find them anyway, then we might as well make ourselves comfortable. Claxo um, would have relayed. He absolutely knows where the where the headquarters are here. Um, he knows, but um, going back to what Branch said, yeah, a meal wouldn't be a bad idea. You have been 
You've been going for a long time now. A long time that we've had anything other than rations and trail mix. Yeah. And I think you're probably really short on those as well. Um, you've been going a good Not long while. Not to mention while. I stink. Um, but, I mean, Claxel, if you if you would like to be, <laughs> Claxel can leave you... <laughs> well, I mean, Claxel, all of, the, all of these uh, guys can lead you to what they know would be a tavern, or an inn, or a bar, whatever you want to call it, in the sci-fi setting. And they can lead you to a place, and cantina. you would find a cantina. Um, would you like to? Would you like this to be led to such a place, beast or would tavern. you have other ideas? Let's go. Yeah, there. we go. There. Get our drink so, on. I mean, you haven't got much choice. The Claxall really wants to get rid of this statue of Lily. To be honest. <laughs> I mean, we could rent a room and leave it there. It might be a bit safer than chucking her in an alleyway somewhere. I think Sinful's right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. So um, he takes you, um, or you're led by uh, <clears throat> by these guys. Um, I mean, you let these guys lead you, really, because you have no idea of yourselves about the the layout of these sort of things. And they take you to a building which has these dazzling neon lights all over it, and um, quite large, a quite a large module. Um, and there's sort of this, to you, bizarre music, but I mean, to players, sort of like drum and bass sort of stuff coming out of it. Um, <laughs> really fat, like, really fat bass. <laughs> You're going off on dubstep. That's it. That's it. Just goes to show how much I know. <laughs> um, Some youth music. <laughs> youth music, yes. The sort of thing that doesn't exist in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in the 1940s out here, didn't you know? What, what? Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just lost sort of two viewers you... because of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so you take him to this sort of like this bar-y type thing and um, Claxel and the uh, and Captain Keswick and that, they'll go in and they'll sort of make arrangements and they'll come back out and maybe pick up the statue of Logan and usher you in. Um, and what you're greeted with is this very well-lit in all sorts of colours Again, like that sort of fancy, some sort of fancy cocktail bar or something, I don't know. Um, that's down to you cities well as to tell me what it looks like, but um, <laughs> I'm used to village pubs, but something that looks, you know, lit up in some all different colours and um, vibrant and interesting. Um, and uh, there's gambling going on, there's drinking going on. There's some dancing going on, but they do have some very comfy rooms in here. And um, Captain Keswick says, "Look, don't, don't, don't. If uh, go up and rest, if you want to, if you want to stay down here and you know get a drink, whatever, that's fine. But, uh, or some food. Um, we'll sort out the money because uh, I'm guessing you guys don't have credits. We'll sort it out. Claxel's uh, going to go off and uh, deal what he needs to do." Um, and he'll be back soon, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
the statues here in the bar and I'm sure everyone's going to really enjoy looking at that. And if you guys need a rest, go and rest. Now's your time. Um, otherwise, we can eat and drink and... But it's up to you. I mean, I, you, you know yourselves. Seems to be a Khajiit attacking Captain Downface. This seems to be a predator dot on Captain Downface. Rakshasa. <laughs> <laughs> Raksh oh, uh, well, I, for one, would like to sample some of the odd looking drinks. Cool, okay. Being new, relatively new to being able to taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, once or twice in your life. Uh... <laughs> do they do they have a menu of these new fancy drinks can we read um, it not, there's another thing they've Glorp got juice. all sorts of actually that's a good point that's a good point they do have some like it's it's a weird scripture but uh, I think um, Klaxel or Vapor or Breeze will translate for you and they've got um, an ale um which is blue in colour. What I said have you before, got like that's exotic? Different. Something we've never seen I think before. a blue a blue coloured ale is fairly exotic, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I want so, three um, of those. Three of those, okay, yeah. Uh, four of those They'll order even. that. <laughs> four of those. They'll order it and they'll... Um, so four of the, them... What are the rest would of be, <laughs> Would be you, Keenan, um, Lily and... No, Lily, no... Uh, uh, Oh no, we've got breeze. there's two breezes. Poor there's, there's, there's a lot of you now, actually. Please. There's Vapor, Breeze, Claxel. Uh, no, Claxel went. Right, um, I, I'm gonna get the, 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 I'm gonna get four. I'm gonna have one. Enough. That's one to Kanan, one to Walther. And I'm gonna pour the other one out on the floor and be like, for Lily, man. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the rest of the group? You know, that are still Do you think with I made you? money? You didn't have well, any you're money. not paying for it because you have no credits. <laughs> They're paying, paying for it. it. Fine. It's all right. You're not paying for it. Uh, the, cap the captain will pay. Uh, is this correct, captain? Captain will pay. So just, just order what you want and I'll get some stuff for myself. Oh. I appreciate you don't want to... Kenan. Order from me. Said we can order what we want. Also, I, I have to say, guys, that we need to keep low profile because this town is very dangerous and we want... I was about to shout drinks for all as well. <laughs> ...too much attention on us before we are ready to go. Is that Lily talking or is that... No, that's very... It's freeze. I cannot do the freeze sound. You just have just to elongate the word. Longer like that. You've just yeah, gone deeper. like you're stoned. <laughs> what? Just imagine you're stoned. <laughs> okay. That's a stone, not having an orgasm, right? You no. can be vapor. <laughs> I am breathe. That's better. Okay. I am brew. So, as I was saying, it's a bit dangerous anymore, so it's better we better not get much attention. Vapor was okay. Say, are you okay, sister? <laughs> You're talking very slow. 
I think I am possessed by poor Lilies. <laughs> guys, guys, this, this drink, drink is insane. insane. <laughs> um, I need to try that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, this female tiefling, who's the barmer, uh, the bar person. I'm calling bar person because we're, we're being very modern these days. Bar person, not bar woman or man. Bar person. Bar person. Uh, a female tiefling um, comes over and says, "Greetings. My name is Ashun." Uh, she wears What's long you? blue robe that wraps around and fastens um, down the right hand side with ornate gold trim. Um, she is well built with curves in the right places and has long, flowering purple hair that comes down to her shoulders. Uh, her skin is a lighter shade of purple and instead of eyebrows, she has two long horns the ground and behind her head. Um, so greetings, what can I get you at this canteen? Obviously, um, Captain um, Keswick has already ordered some drinks with another bar person, but this this, uh, this, this person is coming over to you teary eyes and red cheeks after down that drink and um, a good hearty meal please my goodness that's a funny voice you have I'm not a good hearty drink and she she drops um, she drops a subs she drops she drops like a little capsule like a like a like a uh, a pill onto the um onto the bar. It says, um, if you can't handle your drinks, perhaps you'd prefer this. It's called Angolian Rockets. Is that a suppository? It's huge. <laughs> it, I'm glad you noticed. Yes, it is a suppository. You stick it in your anus and, um, well, all sorts of things could happen. Well... <clears throat> uh, I'll uh, I'll try anything once, I guess. And he he, he goes for it. As you watch you do so, and she's like, "That'll be twenty credits, please, sir." Captain's paying. Kedix sort of looks right. What? <laughs> you said you could, you were paying. What am I paying for? Um, f f s uh, thing. It was I, I asked for a meal and they gave me this, and now I'm not sure what's happening. Uh, for for note, you are at disadvantage for all rolls for the next oh, hour. Feck. <laughs> Any roll, you're at disadvantage, and you feel fucking weird. <laughs> essentially got a three-course meal up your ass. <laughs> the walls are spinning and they're bleeding at the colour at the same time. He's like, oh my god, Jesus Christ, did you just do drugs? I have no idea. I'm completely he lost. He puts his 20 credits. He puts the 20 credits on the bar and he looks at like, Not cool, man. Not cool. And for anyone watching, remember... Drugs aren't cool. Hey guys, you should all try this. It's it's amazing food. Oh no! What have you done? <laughs> she sounds like she's on something anyway. 
God damn it. Just trying to light it. I think he's dead. Practice was like, right, just somebody, just please take him to a room, for Christ's sake. Yes, please. We'll put him in a room with Lily. There we go, problem solved. Great. That's well, fine. She can't Why close is... her eyes. <laughs> Point her at the corner. <laughs> We've descended into depravity. It didn't take long, did it? <laughs> no. Oh. oh god. Right, what's going on then? <laughs> um, the uh, the Ganassi are fully aware of the fact they need to go find something to prepare the FTL drive. Um, Logan put himself out of action. <laughs> Um, I mean, should we just have an evening and and write it off and join again at the next morning, or should we hang about until vapor and breeze get done with what they're doing? I think maybe a few quick drinks and an early sleep. Because by the time we wait for Vapor or Breeze to finish a sentence, we could all die of old age. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I'll, I'll sample a few drinks and um, try and be a bit uh, thoughtful of the captain's <laughs> paying for us. <laughs> Essentially. Just a bit diplomatic. <laughs> That's very kind of you, Keenan. Thank you very much. Um, obviously, at this point, Claxel's already gone. Um, Claxel's already gone to find his order. Um, Execute. Yeah, I mean, you guys are probably due about a long rest anyway. It's been a good Does few sessions. It's been a good old slog. That lovely thing that is now inside of me, shall we say... Is that at least clown counting as like a meal, a sustenance? Well, no, it's drugs. Well, your spice, <laughs> spice, <laughs> spice. Just drugs. <laughs> it's not a meal. Just <laughs> drugs. Paprika up your chuff. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that sentence ever in my life. A few words that we should never be strung together is it's like paprika up your chuff. <laughs> um, oh, you do so if you all go to sleep for the night, that's great. You know, it's all paid for. You get you get some food. Uh, Logan, you don't get any food because you've gone to bed, walls spinning, bleeding, all that sort of stuff. Um, you do get a knock at the door, Logan. It's up to you if you choose to do this or not, um, and it will be put onto the captain's tab. Um, you get these uh, these tiefling women knocking on your door at some time in the uh, wee hours. Um, <laughs> wee hours. In the wee hours. Um, Would you like some company, sir? Well, that sort of stuff. You can gather they're probably prostitutes. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, that was vapour. 
<laughs> yeah, um, me for and Breeze turn up. <laughs> with you being out of it, I'm going to leave it to chance. We're going for a D2. You tell me what's... E Go, evens uh, yeah. or a yes? Evens or a yes, that's fine. We got a one. Cool. You turn them away. My head's not in it, I'm afraid. You turn them away. Um, I would like you to make a con save, though. Oh, no. All of oh, four. A four. <gasps> so, um, you'll get a, a good night's sleep. Ranch is... Uh, 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 Logan sleeps a bit iffy. Um... In the morning, you sort of arrive at your quarters. Uh, this bar thing is lit normally. It looks a bit bizarre because it's not a normal nightclub type setting, I suppose. They don't offer breakfast. Um, oh, what? Food up. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's a nightclub. They just had some rooms. You just have to guess where the room's there for reasons other than just sleep. But... Um, <laughs> Um, I think uh, I think uh, Kazik's quite pleased that you didn't um, take on the the ladies of the night because that would cost him more money. Um, but um, you do start to have this itching feeling, Logan. Oh, that um, I bet wow, that was itching feeling. If I, it was overnight. You, you had that. You had that feeling like oh, that was quite enjoyable last night. Actually, maybe I could do that again. <gasps> Is that person who I bought it off, are they still here? No, no, no. The whole place is like, literally is like a couple of the bar people just tidying up and cleaning up, ready for the next oh, session. So I, I can't like sneakily grab another one for later. No, not right now. Ooh. You'd have to return or find them in the town. Cool. Uh-oh, Logan's becoming a drug addict. Oh, dear. <laughs> You're oh, I've opened up box, haven't I? <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How was your sleep, Logan? Are you feeling a bit better? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't laugh at her. She's doing a good job. No, don't, it's on. good, it's good. It's just Be unusual because like, I'm not used to it from you. I have to tell you, last night was wild. Whatever that meal was I had, we got to get some more. You guys all got to try it. We could all get together around a little fire, stay up late, telling manly stories and eat s'mores. Logan. Yeah? You do understand that was not a meal. Oh, I'm full. I'm definitely full. All right. Are we ready to go? Because we really need to go and find what we're looking for to leave this town. We, we could go and find the guy we found last night. No, we need to go to the junkyard. Aren't we, Vapor? Yes, that's right, sister. We must head to the junkyard. As soon as possible. Have you developed some sort of brain problem? sister <laughs> you're talking very slowly I am a bit restless in this still 
Uh, Did you stick one of those things up your bottom too? No, you know I it don't. It was something else that went there. My bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it was the tieflings of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this episode so needs a disclaimer. <laughs> Please, please stop mocking me. You know I talk like that. You always mocked me when I was a child, uh, and you continue now in front of our guests. Um, I'm sorry, Claxel. You just make it too easy sometimes. The door, the door flies open to this place. Bang! Claxel, over exaggerating his strength as he as he bashes way in. Ah, they all are excellent. I have made contact with my people. And they well, that's good. don't look too excited. Are they, re are they receptive? Well, of course they are. It's me. Tell, tell us more then, man. Well, they're very keen to meet with you. They want to know where you've come from. They believe it to be one of the old worlds. But there seems to be some strange feline creature attacking Keenan. That's a potato. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we must get the ship operational as well, so you're going to have to prioritize. Do we all go to the uh, whatever the Ganassi think we need to do first, or do we go to people? I'm, I, they really don't worry about when well did yeah I suppose they do um it seems to me like if we fix up the ship then we can leave but bear in mind we probably want to sorry, talk man. to the dragon boys bear in mind you're also all quite hungry and they don't do breakfast here <laughs> oh yeah just to, just to put it that way I feel full just throwing that out there why do you feel full? I don't understand this. Because it's, it's just a side effect. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Fine. Uh, yeah, that's great. Can I summon that demon back again? You know? Or Bumfsy? No, no. The one that was infesting Logan. No! Didn't you kill him? I you murdered him, him in the face of the face. Has he got cousins or anything I can bring back? <laughs> Listen, you. <laughs> After my horse and the brutal end that it met at your hand, and then the several episodes of giving me shining trousers and wetting me and drying me and everything else, you're going the right way for a smack bottom. You know all about the bottom at the moment, don't you? Fuck. Says some random onlooker in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns nice. He just turns <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, maybe let's get some food decide over the food but my vote is that we go talk to the uh these dragons do they 
they live in like the back streets. They have a a, a, a building um, which is inconspicuous and disguised as a you know I think a tailor's or something like that. Oh, okay. Are they, they sort are they of quite... operate in the background. Is it a fast building operation? A fast building. Yes. I don't understand. The buildings where you come from move quickly. <laughs> Never the buildings mind. here do not move. <laughs> I, was just I understand that the tailor that is quite probably look to. Ah, yes. The tailor is very swift. In fact, did you not... I, I, you must be aware, then, that the tailor family is known as the Swift. Ah, excellent. <laughs> that is they are a tailoring family known as the Swifts. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Sound logic. Spank me harder, Daddy, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that was in reference to. <laughs> no, I don't know either. For anyone like on the podcast, right, we've just had a message from a chatter. No context whatsoever. Just spank me harder, Daddy. <laughs> I demand you introduce, like, in, in, explain. It won't matter anyway because I will edit it out for the podcast. <laughs> but my God, I think it's good. look at the block about bottoms, maybe. But it, you know, I'm gonna have to look up Taylor Swift songs now to make something make sense when you actually get to this place. <laughs> What about uh, your friend? Are you going to leave her here? Ah, well, there must be... I don't know where we would even start to try and fix it. The situation. Do you have... religious folk that might be able to reverse the effect? What effect would you like reverse? Uh, uh, petrification. Oh. Well, I, I can't say that there are anybody of that particular... Anyone that could potentially... I don't know. I, I, you, might, you, you should probably speak to my leader. Or the leader of our order here. He would, he would know better. Then take us to your leader. Okay. I will take you to Goltan. 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 Goltan alive! <laughs> Goltan is Goltan. It's your birthday. Okie dokie. If you want to go to Goltan. Goltan! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Barge using all sound effects from now on. Please, I've got so many more. Child. You stupid boy. My mother said that too. It's like a different thing. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you led to this, this building um, by Claxall. Of course, you're leaving Lily's statue in the bar thing. Um, and he leads you all to uh, to this uh, this this other building, 
and on the front of it, it's got like a, um, uh, what do you call it? An awning over the front and uh, a great big open window and, and they're selling cloves and all sorts out of there, um, these, these people. But he sort of leads you around the side and to the back door, and through the back door it drops into this. There's a there's a, a, a service room or something like that, and it drops down into the cellar. Um, and as you drop down into the cellar, uh, it's quite dark, and he flips a switch, and these lights all come on. Um, and Claxor uh, will say to, um, "I'm about to open door here now to anybody who doesn't know it's here." It goes into a room, uh, which appears to be a storeroom for bolts of cloth and that sort of thing. There is a secret door in here, which will take you through to the Order of the Golden Dragon, a secret uh, base here in this town. I will take you through. The uh, leader of our clan here is called Golzan. He is a bronze dragon. Um... He is uh, very inquisitive and he'll want to know as much information as you can possibly give him. Now, if you wish to have him assist you in your problems going forward against the Empire, because it sounds very much to me like your problems are with the Empire in one way or another, hmm. he will do what he can. He has some influence over the Elder Council of Dragons. I will warn you. He himself is a dragon, though he will not appear to you as a dragon. He will appear to you as I am, simply a dragon born. That is the the uh, most appropriate form he deems to take for everyday addresses with others and outsiders. So please be uh, accepting of, uh, of his form but respectful of the fact he is tremendously powerful. And with that, he leads you into the storeroom where there's all these bolts of cloth and things hanging up on coat hangers and that sort of stuff. And he presses on through a door and you enter into this great big hallway. Um, and in this hallway, as the door slams shut behind you, it's all lit by a natural light because of course it's underground at this point but it's a great big hallway and in the back corner is this little chair and sat upon it is this um this is bronze dragonborn um and a few other dragonborn are sort of scattered around and talking to him and they all scatter as you walk in and uh Klaxor walks towards him and sort of bows deeply and says, my lord these are the travellers who I spoke to you of I leave it up to you to speak to them and Claxor um, breaks away and uh, disappears off into a different side room somewhere um, and this golden uh, this bronze, sorry, dragonborn stands up and comes to meet you in the corner of the room, he's got uh, great big metal epaulets. Um, underneath is a blue robe, cl type cloak, and uh, and um, studded leather armor uh, over his sort of um, chest and, and lower regions. 
um, bare legs, but like a, almost like a Roman is kind of like uh, that's uh, that short skirt that covers obviously the uh, the uh, the important parts. Um, and then he's got large uh, leather studded um, shin guards, if you will. Um, and he's got a pipe in his hand and some great big claymore. Some great big claymore sort of tucked into the robe, um, but the, you, you see the handle sticking out one side and just the other side you see the, the tip of the blade. Through the rings, and, uh, as, as we sort of see him and getting the sort of the vision of him and stuff, he, uh, Logan says to the other two, he's like, first off, do you think he's overcompensating with those epaulets? And second off, do you think he matters that my armor's made out of his friends? Well, it's a bit too late. <laughs> if he stay, does. I must stay quiet in this one. He approaches you across the room as you're <laughs> approaching him, and he comes to meet you somewhere in the middle. And the uh, and it's, it's a lovely blue kind of rug, or, or sheet or something, that, that, that spreads out across the floor. Thin, but um, it's very well decorated um, in different insignias and stuff. And, uh, and he comes across and he says... Um, Greetings. Claxel said you have come here from one of the old. This piques my interest. Henceforth, our conversation now. We've not heard from such places outside of our galactic networks for some time. There seems to be something blocking the old worlds from advancing to the point of interplanetary travel. Pray tell me, what led you to leaving your world and you came about meeting with our brother, Claxel. Well, it was pure chance, really. We stumbled across an old ship. It belonged to someone called E.T. Star Runner. I don't know if the name is familiar to you, but as we were poking around, it, it took off. Next thing we know, we were right there with the Captain Keswick and the crew. I'm afraid no. E.T. Star Runner does not ring any bells for me. But I am intrigued to your story of how you arrived here. As I said, from the old world, you sound less where you come from. You mentioned to Claxel, you have come from a place known as they Baba. That's correct. Yes. Well, Fuck yeah! That's the, the name we know it by. I appreciate your enthusiasm, young man, in the back. Of the <laughs> Fist pump. They <laughs> <laughs> <Faye> Baba represent! <laughs> um, yes, that's, that, that's what we know it as um if it's the first you've come across it i guess it's a, as good a name as any but if et star runner was there presumably it had a designation before um he looks at um captain keswick he looks at vapor and breeze um and of course the dwarf sir dobrin wherever his face was <laughs> the guy that seems to play a very ma minor role in everything that goes on <laughs> in all these encounters. Um, so Dobrin Starforge, Dobrin Starforge, um, 
And he says, you are, of course, all not from the same origin as them. Captain Keswick says, uh, uh, no, your, your, sir, your grace, I, I, I don't know how to address you. And Of course, uh, and then um, the dragon, Goltown, uh, he just says, um, it is okay. You do not need to refer to me as sir, grace, lord. Just Goltan will do. Okay, you Goltan, though, um, we picked them up out in astral space. Uh, they, uh, they, they actually had a really old goblin ship we thought was lost a long time ago. But apparently it's still serviceable and it brought them to us. From this, uh, as you call it, the, the old world. Uh, and he says, oh, I see. Does anybody know how to return to this old world? I'd really much like to bring about a seat of power there, make it some sort of outpost against the Empire. For surely if Melnoris should find it, then if we can get there first. And Keswick says, well, um, we're working on it. Our engineers are working on it. We have here to get parts to fix the ship and... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, we, we just haven't got that far yet. It's all very complicated, it's the reverse trajectory stuff, I'm sure you understand, but... Um, we, we do have a spot of trouble on our world, uh, to do with Milnoris and, and, and Narthiliac and... The second you say Narthiliac, this guy's... I say ears, but he's a dragon, so he's kind of like, he hasn't got ears, he's got like lizard, like ear holes, but you can kind of like, <laughs> he tense. just snapped his, his <laughs> no, no, he, he snaps his focus, his entire focus just snaps on, uh, on Keenan, and he's, <laughs> and he's, Narphiliac, you say? We know this name. In, in what regard do you know this name? From the stories of old. From the stories of old. The stories that come from planets such as yours. The old worlds. Okay. Tell me, well, what trouble do you have on your world? Well, I suppose long, long ago, there was a bit of a disagreement between Melnoris and Nathiliac, and long story short, there was a bit of banishing, a bit of death. Uh, all was well in Anve Baba, while the two of them were away, but now Nathiliac seems to have returned and is seeking an item that could make him once again all-powerful, which would be very bad for Vebaba. <coughs> And he just, he looks you up and down and he says, we know of Malnorus as well. Malnorus and Narphiliac are known to us well, but Narphiliac more in the history of the old tomes. If this is a character that has returned to this universe, nothing good can come of it. We already oppose Malnorus strongly. 
Hmm. You... Uh, how do you view Narthiliac? There are many tales of his treachery towards Mount Norris. However, there are many tales that say otherwise. People who began the rebellion against the, the, the alliance against the Emperor. There are many who would say otherwise of Narphiliac and how it is indeed Mount Norris who is the fiend here. These are times I tread carefully indeed, especially if you say Narphiliac has revealed himself. Hmm. Times to tread carefully indeed. He's done a little more than reveal himself. Please, do inform me, what has he done? He raised an entire city to the ground. Which is a weird phrase. Mm. He, uh, he's brought forth armies of demons and devils. And Hellfolk. Mm, enslaved entire populations you see him put his very long pipe into his mouth and for his scaly fingers he sparks an ember and as he turns his back on you and sort of walks towards the far end of the room and then turns back again and looks at you all if what you're telling me is true, something needs to be done. I would like a persuasion roll from everybody. Oh. And, oh right. um, I think I still have to what is this? A persuasion <laughs> roll for everybody. Um, and I'll tell you what's coming next after that. Is it also from Breeze? Yes, please. Everyone in the room has to make a persuasion roll. With I'll roll for uh... Sweet. With, with my colour of you guys. I'm eight. Okay. I have a 16. I got a 13. But we're breaking even. We're, we're breaking even because NPCs all rolled pretty bad, but you guys rolled well enough. So Breeze is 25 with natural 20. That's fine. Cool. Thank you very much. He leans Whew. in to the group and he gestures and uh, brings you over to a, a small desk just in the room, just off the side. A few chairs though. He gestures for you all to sit. And as he sits, you hear it creak underneath him. And he's uh, leaning on his pipe. So, what are your plans for defeating this evil on your world? I cannot deny. I do not know the full truth of the 
treachery of Mal Norris or of Narfiliaklev. Both made out to be characters of evil in one way or the other. Of course, we fight against the Empire of Mel Norris. What is your plans to defeat Narfiliak? Well, we've we've heard tell of certain items that, when brought together, can summon Malnoris, who may be able to stand up to Narthiliac. But we're having a bit of trouble with that. <laughs> as well as this, we're trying to rally the, the forces of our world and those that still are fit to fight to our aid and, and basically raise our own army to fight against him. Hmm. He, he did summon a uh, Hellsborn Lord, I guess, a code by the name of Griff. Yeah, maybe with a T. It was like a, a deaf knight thing. Yes, and he's he's the one that wields the weapon Nathaliak is after. So they're not exactly allied, but they're both. Uh, Terrible. These are all new terms to me. And you see him, he takes his pipe from his mouth and he's... He, he's sort of always glancing off into the distance a bit and staring for a while and taps his pipe. And, well, you've absolutely piqued my interest. I would be very keen to help in some way to, A, establish a new base on a new world especially one of the old worlds but I'd be very keen to, uh, to help you in your cause gods or not sounds like you're in desperate need of help and an old world well that would certainly give us a great advantage over for a foothold against Monoris and his empire. Allow me some time to think on it. Would you? Uh, I am limited in my numbers here. Perhaps I could draw in others from the Dragon, uh, the Golden Dragon Alliance. That would certainly be a welcome assistance. We're due to spend some time preparing the ship anyway, so uh, I guess uh, reach out to us when you reach a decision and yes yes, I will need to know yes. coordinates yes <laughs> I got distracted by my own echo on the street, sorry <laughs> I will need to know coordinates of some course Keswick would um, probably say, no. I, I couldn't, uh, once we get those from the computer, I could probably uh, pass those along via, um, via Keswick, uh, not Keswick, I'm probably, Klaxon if you like. To see if he's to myself. genuine as much as I can see. <laughs> you want to insight what, sorry? Can I insight the, the uh, dude to see if he's genuine as far as I can tell, or whether he's plotting sort of ulterior? No, no, go for it. Sweet. 
Yeah, that one. Do you know what? I'm going to give you this one. Even with a nat one, I'm going to give you this one. Well, it comes out as a nine, but it was a nat one. He's the entire time through all this storytelling, he's been rubbing his hands together. He there's a glint in his eyes. He is he is absolutely fired up for this. You've given him something which he's not had any insight on on in fucking years. He is fired up. Through the through the rings, he's going to sort of relay that we need to be careful and perhaps not give the coordinates until we've got a full agreement in place. Find out exactly what he wants. We should probably also find out what sort of uh, force he brings to the table because if we inadvertently bring a greater force that's going to be even harder to get rid of than, you know out of the frying pan into the fire he will um, 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 uh, Goltan will interject and just say um, it is rather cute of you to be using magical items to communicate oh (laughs) though I do not know the nature of your communication you have to understand I would warn you against such in our situation and what's been going on with the things we've described it pays for us to share our thoughts as much as we can I am of a good nature and I would just warn you against such things if you have something to say say it in front of all of us this is the one and only time I will give you this warning. Are you I do going not know to fuck you. us over? <laughs> uh, why don't you make... Um, give us an investigation role or something like that, or some kind of... Investigation? Oh. Something along those lines. Wisdom. Some sort of wisdom check. Insight? But asking him, of course. Insight, yeah. Go for it. Slightly there. 21. He looks at you square in the eye. He's got a square eye. <laughs> My intention is not to fuck you over. Our order has supported this rebellion against the Empire for centuries. It is not in my interest to, as you say, Fuck you over. However, do not take advantage of my nature because I could well personally fuck you over. I I don't doubt it. (laughs) I'm willing to try many things. (laughs) But we we will retreat to our uh, tavern and await your response after you have spoken with the the other forces and those in power beware upon leaving I do not know what Klaxel has told you this place is watched by the Empire perhaps it would be more prudent if you could possibly provide us somewhere here to stay for the time being I suppose 
You could stay here if you so wish. I'm not sure what quarters we have. Uh, go for persuasion. We're going for 16. My kind could potentially find something for you, I suppose, but you'll have to come back later. But make sure you're not followed. Also, Logan, we need to be able to go and to the junkyard to find the what we are needing we, to fix our ship. That's very true. We could we could head that way whilst um, the the and, discussions are going on here. And also, Dude. we need to pick up. What you left behind in the tavern? My STDs? Your statue. Yes, ST... Oh, STUs. ST yeah, I'm with you. Okay. A statue. Well, that was one additional thing, actually. Um, I, I don't suppose you've had many dealings with the... 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 Guanti pure blood in the area? The Yuan-Ti. That's the one. <laughs> yes, they're a dangerous tribe of snake people. Well, I, I don't suppose you've got any dealings with the, uh, the petrification abilities that they're capable of, turning people to stone. I am afraid my numbers here are limited. I do not have hmm. undo anything of that kind of nature, some sort of curse or something. We are warriors. There are people, of course, within my kind who can deal with them. We are limited. Also, you will need to, uh, I say, fix a, a ship. We do not have any ships here to help you in that cause, so... Whatever we can do to help you, we will have to summon our own council to supply such me uh, measures. Okay. I imagine once we even know the destination, it's going to take you a while to to rally the troops and get Not at together. all. Travel across astral space need not take that long, once we know where we're going. Fair enough. But I need to know where we are going. That's where Klaxor's... Uh, uh, Keswick will jump back and go, hey, yeah, again, like I said, sir, we're, we're kind of trying to work on that, but we need to get back to the ship to work on it, and, you know. Well, I'm sure by the time you've talk, spoken to the others, we, we will have an update on that for you when we return. I do hope so. I would much like to sink my teeth into whatever evil it is you're speaking of. Well then, let's repair the ship. Vapor, Breeze, you, you know where we're going? We do, but uh, we need to live in a matter of, like, to be very careful not to have anybody following us or see us coming out from here. 
Before you go into the next bit, do you guys want to have a bio or top up or anything like that? Yeah, I, I could just thing on on screen for a, few, a couple of minutes. <laughs> if anyone a needs bio it, break. let's do it. Yeah, I could use a drink. I need some water. Right, I'll pop one on. We'll be back very shortly. Ha! Bye.